0: Welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. Well, good to be together tonight. Uh, ben, thank you for leading us in worship. Um, I just feel the presence of God here. and it's just, uh, I'm always blessed, you know, that's what I always look for, my home is where the presence of God is, and of course he's in me, he's made me his home, but that's that's where I find the most comfort, you know, is, is just being in amongst God's people, in his presence, in that place of worship, that's home for me, it's home. Uh, let's let's pray tonight before we start, Lord God, I thank you, O oh God, Lord, for your presence with us, O oh God, and well thank you Lord for your kindness to us, O oh God. And, and tonight, Lord, Lord, we have much to thank you for, oh God. I thank you, Lord, for Sunday, Lord, as we talked about, Lord, Lord, so many people getting baptized. Oh God, choosing, Lord, Lord, to follow you, Lord, choosing, Lord, to step into obedience, oh God. And oh Lord, I I, I thank you, Lord, for that, oh God. And thank you, oh God, for just our team that, that has been with us, Lord, the WMA team, oh God, and just their testimony on the streets, Lord. And right now, God, of of two Lord, special requests oh god lord to, to ask of you jesus lord first of all lord for a pastor brother lord in the philippines lord marlon acrilla lord who's just had a heart attack oh god lord would you lord touch this man lord lord touch him lord and heal him lord Lord, and be with him, O God, and his family, Lord, and his congregation, Lord, and all the people around him, O God. But Father, Lord, we ask, Lord, that you preserve him, Lord. Lord, provide for his needs, O God. Provide for his needs, Lord. And I also, Lord, bring to you, O God, uh, Lord, a need in the Ukraine, O God. Lord, a lady who's had a heart attack, Lord, uh, a brother's mother, O God, Constantine's mother, O God. Oh, Lord, who's had a heart attack, Lord, in Mariupol, O God. And Lord, you can't get care, oh God, because it's under Russian control, oh God, and Lord, we just bring this need to you, oh God, and ask, oh God, we, we are, Lord, brothers and sisters to these people, oh God, oh Lord, and you can hear our prayer tonight, Lord, and you can respond to our prayer, oh God, Lord, because, Lord, you've promised to do so, Lord, so we bring these needs to you, oh God, and ask, Lord, for your touch, in your name, Jesus, amen, amen. Okay, tonight we're, we're carrying on. From uh, where we were last week, uh, my title tonight is a different person so we, we are looking this is part two of the pneumatology mini series that that we're in um, so last week we looked at the person of the Holy Spirit and how uh, that that uh, he is our counselor, how he has been a witness of all things for all time, and he is Being able to communicate that through the Word of God, through writers in past ages, and and bring us a revelation that we need to know about. Uh, Included in that revelation is a revelation of Himself, interestingly, and we're going to be looking at that uh, a bit more tonight. Um, We looked at some of His uh, attributes of omniscience, which means He knows everything. He is omnipotent, he's all-powerful, he's omnipresent, he is everywhere, and he is eternal. So this person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, has these attributes to him. And then we also looked at the fact that Jesus said, it's better that Jesus himself goes back to the Father and that he sends the Holy Spirit uh, to us for this age, for this time that we're in. So we have, brothers and sisters, tonight we have the best possible provision that the Godhead could think of for our generation and for our time. That, that should be a great reassurance to us, despite sometimes our feelings of inadequacy and 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 how sometimes we can interpret our circumstances we have the best possible provision that there could ever be for this generation and for our time so we're going to look a little more at at this person of the holy spirit some people tend to think of the, of the Holy Spirit as being a force, and, and there is truth in the fact that he has power, but we see that, that the, the Scriptures reveal that, that he is not just a force like gravity, but he is a very real person with, with a nature, you know, with a personality, and, and of course with the power. Everybody say par and that good old northern accent par. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is a person, and, and we see in, in Scripture in John 14:26, it says that the Holy Spirit tells us that and Jesus says this, he says, "He will teach you all things talking about the Holy Spirit. A force can't be a teacher, you understand? Only a person can be a teacher. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 13 as well, we see that, that we are to be taught by the Spirit. Again, this only a person can be a teacher. He speaks in Acts chapter 8 verse 29. The Spirit said to Philip, one of the deacons, certain things. And so we see that the Holy Spirit, this person, in Ephesians 4:30, we see another side to the Holy Spirit, and that he can be grieved. He can be grieved. He, he can be upset by I think some of the things that, that, that we can do. He can be grieved. I think that's interesting. I don't know about you, but that I don't like that thought that that. I could grieve the Holy Spirit, I would never, and we would never want to do that. In Acts chapter 5, and verses 3 and 4, we see that the Spirit can be lied to, lied to. And certain individuals were lying about their, their so-called sacrifices at that point, but they were lying to the Holy Spirit, who is omniscient, Who knows everything? They were lying to the Holy Spirit. So as we look a little more, can we go to Galatians chapter 5? And we're going to explore a little more about, about the person of the Holy Spirit. We'll start in verse 13. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. Verse 16, so I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify The desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit. And the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other. So that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Verse 19. The acts of the flesh are obvious The kingdom of God. Verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. What beauty, brothers and sisters. What beauty. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires since we live by the spirit let us keep in spirit and step with the spirit and so we see here that this these fruits this this personality if you like this these personality attributes of the holy spirit are altogether different and altogether other than our natural fleshly attributes and desires. He is totally different. He's a different person to us, and to that old sinful nature that we have. The first one of the, the fruits that we see there is, is love, and the word there is agape, and it means affection, or benevolence and charitableness. Brothers and sisters, this this is the the person of the Holy Spirit who, who is with us right now. And you need to know that he loves us. He loves us. Hallelujah. Another one of his attributes is joy. Cheerfulness. That cheerfulness, that, that delight, that gladness. He has joy. He has joy over us. He has joy over the, the work that he's doing in the church in this generation, in this age, he is joy in, in, in himself. He is peace. He is peace. And that, that peace means uh, to be one. I think that's an interesting definition of peace. It's to be one. It's not to be torn this way and that way and, and torn asunder. It is to be one, like a wholeness. Quietness, rest. He has the attribute of patience and long-suffering. I'm so glad because I need every bit of his patience. And we all do. I'm so glad that he is patient and long-suffering. And that, 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 that term means that he, he doesn't give way to anger. He, he endures with his brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. You know when we fail and when we mess up, the Holy Spirit, just because of the way He is, He endures and He's 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 patient with us and He's He's calm. He's calm. And uh, another phrase describing His patience is He is res- He has a resistance to frustrated outbursts. I would like more of that in me, but He He doesn't get frustrated. And, and and lash out or, or lash out with his tongue or, or 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 do things out of frustration, hallelujah. He's patient. And his gentleness. That selflessness, that compassionate, merciful. It's 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 a compassionate, merciful, restrained behavior towards others. He's gentle with us. I think we as humans tend to be less gentle with each other than he is. He's gentle and he, he, he draws us with love. We know this. He draws us so tenderly and gently into, into good places and good paths and good ways. Gentlemen, what a a beautiful person. Goodness. He is full of goodness, brothers and sisters. He's pure, he's righteous. He's that excellence of character. Another phrase for it, he is a a rightly ordered motivation. He he is the right motivation behind a desire to act well. He is good, utterly good, faithful. He's full of faithfulness. He doesn't give up. He is dependable, brothers and sisters. He is always there, always there, even in our moments where we don't even recognize him, where we don't acknowledge him, where we miss the fact that God himself is dwelling in us. He is faithful. He is there. He's still there, bearing with us. Hallelujah. Meekness. It means a gentleness and humility. There's a description that that an animals being meek that they don't they don't use the strength that they have to be destructive, but but they control it. And that's what meekness is. It's a controlled strength that is tender with us. And he's full of self-control. Full of self-control. Hallelujah. And what, what Paul does here is he compares in, in Galatians, what we've just read, he compare, compares the works of the flesh which we can read in verses 19 and 20 to the fruit of the Spirit. And brothers and sisters, we need to understand that our battle today is primarily in this area. And, you know, sometimes we can we can talk about spiritual warfare you know the, the, there's the demons and there's the powers and the principalities and there's this world and but but here the apostle paul focuses in on this battle this battle between the, that we have with with the flesh and this is where most of our battling lies brothers and sisters This is where it rages. And for for most of our battle, it's not the devil. He is a he is one entity. He is in one place. He's not omnipresent. The devil somewhere possibly he's in in Ukraine at the moment. I don't know where he is at the moment. But he's not omnipresent. And so our battle is with that that part of our old nature called the flesh. That that Will still attempt to draw us into into sinful behavior. And we all have this, this old nature within us. So it's not the devil, and it's not your wife's fault, and it's not your kid's fault, and it's certainly not the pastor's fault. It's our flesh. That's where our battle is, brothers and sisters. And so we have been given that this this person of the Holy Spirit. This person of the Holy Spirit, and, and it's very interesting here what Paul does in Galatians. He doesn't compare the fleshly weaknesses, the characteristics of the flesh, to us making a better effort. He doesn't say you've got there are these these flesh issues. Now what you need to do is try harder. He doesn't do that. He doesn't say, be a better Christian, read your Bible more, Uh, do do all sorts of activity to to try and and combat and restrain the flesh. He, He doesn't do that. He compares the failure of flesh to the person of the Holy Spirit and to the characteristics of the holy spirit he doesn't compare uh, the failures of flesh to anything else but god himself and the characteristics of the holy spirit he directly contrasts th- those weak fleshly sinful areas to the power and the personality and the, the self-control and the, 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 the love and the joy of the Holy Spirit. That's the comparison that he makes. And that's the con- contrast that he makes. And brothers and sisters, we do well to do the same in our lives. Don't, don't try to combat the, the, the flesh issues with, with more effort, with trying to be better. No contrast, and and whenever you come into those struggles with, with with the flesh, then what you do is you turn to the Holy Spirit who has been given to us with, with, with a completely other personality type. Hallelujah. Now, if we were to to take all of the fruits of the spirit. And put them all together, we get a picture. Emma, would you put that, that graphic up for me, please? When you take all these all these attributes of the fruit of the spirit, who do we see? We see Jesus. We see Jesus. He also was altogether a different person, and we know that, that that Jesus set aside His own omniscience and omnipresence and omnipotence, and He He set that all aside. He stepped into earth and He lived through the power and the leading and the the and the, the, the the Holy Spirit, the Person of the Holy Spirit. We see it. We see the Holy Spirit descending on Jesus when he was baptized. And Jesus was led of the Holy Spirit. And the attributes of Jesus' character came from the person of the Holy Spirit. And he was altogether different. And Jesus was every one of these things. Every one of, of, of the, the fruits of the Spirit we see in Jesus. In verse twenty five, if we read, if we go back to that verse, in Galatians it says, It says, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. You go back to John if you were to go to John three, it tells us that we have been Born of the Spirit. When Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, he said, being born, he talked about being born again, and he talked about being born of the Spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse 11 says that if the Spirit of him, which is the Holy Spirit, if the Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. And brothers and sisters, we have been born of the spirit. We have received resurrection life from the spirit. And we are to walk in the spirit and walk with the spirit. And that's what we've read in Galatians, that we are to walk and live according to the Spirit. And brothers and sisters, this is the only way to live this Christian life, is to live according to this person and using the, the power and the strength that he brings, this person of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 If we are born again, then we have already stepped into this life of the Spirit. You and I are in it. It doesn't matter what you feel. It doesn't matter you know, your emotional state, your mental health state. It, it, none of that matters. You have stepped in. You, we saw it in baptism on Sunday. You've, your old life is dead, and your new life, The life of the Spirit has begun at that moment of conversion. You stepped into eternal life that will never end. It's the life of this person of the Holy Spirit. And you and I, we together, brothers and sisters, carry the the presence, this person of the Holy Spirit within us. It's the most special thing. It's the most wonderful of truths. That we have this person of the Holy Spirit within us. But sometimes we fail. And sometimes we get it wrong. And we give in to fleshly desires. Do you know what they show us, brothers and sisters? They show us that we're living in the wrong strength. Those failures, they show us that we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to reign in those certain areas of failure. He is there to be our help. It's, It's already done, brothers and sisters. He has been given to us never to be taken away. He has been given to us and he is with us to be our help to be our counselor, to, to bring to us an altogether different life, the same life that he brought to Jesus, an altogether different life with his characteristics. He is bringing that same life to us. Hallelujah. He's bringing, he's bringing to us a self-control and a gentleness. A gentleness that, that, that would, would be able to resist anger and, and outbursts. He's bringing to us an altogether different personality. We in him can become an altogether different person. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, he doesn't come and just and modify us. He doesn't come and say, I'm going to tweak a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I'm going to take a little bit of this age off and a little bit of that off and add a little bit on here. He doesn't do that. We die. We die. We died in Christ when he was crucified. We died and we live an altogether different life to the spirit of God. Hallelujah. So how do we step into this? We know that the Holy Spirit has all these attributes for us to live in, for us to enjoy, to enjoy joy. Well, what a great thing to have. What a great attribute to have in life. Brothers and sisters, it's there for us in the person of the Holy Spirit. He has joy for us. The joy of the Lord would be our strength. He has strength to give us through joy. Hallelujah. It's there, but, but sometimes it seems hard to, to step into it. It's the same way that we receive anything from God, brothers and sisters, is through faith. Through faith. And a deliberate turning from, from our own efforts to putting a reliance on the person that God has given us so many times I forget I forget I forget that I have a source of joy that's never ending I have a source of peace in the person of the Holy Spirit that God has given me and this helper and I'm, I'm trying all these other ways to have peace and joy and it's been given to me it's already been done and how do we do it it's by faith it's by faith 1 peter chapter 1 tells us that we participate in the divine nature have you thought about that we participate in the nature of Almighty God through the person of the Holy Spirit. That is, that is an honor that we do not deserve. That is a gift that we could never earn. That is the Godhead's best plan for, for us, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. So we are to consider ourselves dead and live this resurrection life of the Holy Spirit. We participate in the divine nature of Almighty God. Hallelujah. We, brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit is an altogether different person. Jesus is an altogether different person. And we, through the power of the Holy Spirit and and the help that he brings to us and his personality that he brings to us, we become an altogether different person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, you know, as, as we step into that, as we allow him to be the defining features of our lives, we will look completely different and we will take on the image of Jesus. We will take on the image of Christ, which is the whole plan. He is conforming us image to image and glory to glory into the likeness of Jesus. You and I, that's going on in our lives right now. That's what he's doing. We're all on this adventure, brothers and sisters. And sometimes, you know, feelings, how, how we perceive progress and all, that can get in the way. But we, by faith, are to, are to put all of our, our hope in the person of the Holy Spirit that He will do what He said He will do, that He will be to us the, the conforming force in our lives, the shaping force that that we would carry within us the likeness of Christ. Hallelujah. Image to image and glory to glory through the ministry, through the person of the Holy Spirit. Sunday morning, There was a a brother here in the church who I haven't seen in a long time. His name's Willie. And the last time I seen Willie, I would say I was in my late teens, early 20s, a good six or seven years ago. And... He said to me, you know, I, I went up to him and I recognized him and I went up to him and he said, I don't know your first name, but I know whose son you are. <laughs> he, he knew from my look straight away who my dad was. He, he knows my dad. And I am I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of, of my dad and, and all that he's achieved and is still achieving The gospel. I inherited his hairstyle, (laughs) but I also got some good things from him as well. (laughs) I I was very blessed to have have a great dad and a great example in in life and and ministry. And actually, it was a nice thing to hear on Father's Day that, that I looked like my dad. But, brothers and sisters, the greatest of privileges for any of us is to look like our heavenly father and to be that altogether different person in the likeness of the Holy Spirit and the likeness of Jesus to be conformed to his image and I know that's what my dad aspires to it's what I want and that is That's the greatest of worships that could ever be given to our Heavenly Father. Is that is that we would be like him. Is that we would carry his image day to day and we would carry it forth, you know, on the streets with the WMA team or in our workplace. That we would carry the image of Jesus in our schools, in our colleges in our generation, that the image of Jesus, likeness of the person of the Holy Spirit would be visible in our society. That's the greatest of worship, and it's the greatest of witnesses and outreaches to our generation. It is. And we've been given everything we need in the person of the Holy Spirit to achieve that. So tonight I I bring this as a reminder to us and an encouragement to us to lean on Him. Lean on Him. We have these shortcomings. We have these fleshly weaknesses. But we can grow more and more into his likeness, not, not because we're trying harder, but because he wants to do it within us. And so he brings promises to us. He brings encouragement to us. He brings words even from each other. He brings messages from, from the pulpit to draw us into that conforming to his image. And it's all a work of the Holy Spirit, the greatest plan ever, the greatest helper that could ever be given. And tonight we're to be reminded so that we can put our confidence in the right place. We can put our confidence in the right place and not be disappointed. Can we stand for a few moments? It would be good to just close our eyes, just contemplate for a moment this person that that is within us. I think it would would be a good place to begin is, is to give thanks that we have this person of the Holy Spirit. Give thanks. Sometimes if we can't really be thankful, then we're not really understanding what we've been given, brothers and sisters. If you and I can't give thanks to this person of the Holy Spirit, then we're, we're not grasping it. We're not getting it. We're not understanding who he is. He's God himself. And we're not appreciating the help that God has sent to us in himself. going to ask Pastor Nick to close us out tonight. Let's by faith lean into this life of the Spirit that we've been given. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: Thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Are you glad tonight that the Holy Spirit is given to us are you glad tonight? Because if you're not, you, you need a revelation of that. And it's only through that hunger and thirsting will God bring that revelation to you. But, you know, when I was looking at that Galatians scriptures, and I love that scripture in Galatians 5, you know, that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, kindness, meekness, gentleness, and self-control. And, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit speaks. That's That's... That's something for you to know tonight. The Holy Spirit speaks and He leads. And to, to speak, you have to be able, to, if He's speaking, you have to learn how to listen. It's so important to be able to hear, to slow down the world around you. Uh, you know, did you have a time with the Lord today? I just want to say to you right now, did you, did you, did you take any time out of your day today, away from all the noise, away from the contraptions? Um, and all the even good things you might be watching, podcasts or whatever it might be. You might even be watching the Dear Old Pastor Nick. God help you. Did you stop and listen at any time today for the Holy Spirit's guiding? Because The Bible says he speaks. He will lead you into all truth. You're not to worry about what you say in that day, Jesus said, for the Spirit will tell you what to say. And I know we ended last week the same way, but I feel it's so important for us to Because when you hear the Holy Spirit and are led by the Spirit, the fruit of that is love, joy, peace, kindness, meekness, gentleness, self-control. It's when you are led by the Spirit. So to be led by the Spirit, you have to hear the Spirit, what He's saying to you. And for for you and I to hear the Holy Spirit, we need to be able to take time out of our day and listen for the Spirit deliberately. That's one way in prayer. And in meditation. The other way is the Word of God because He wrote the Word of God. He is the Spirit that came upon men of old and inspired them to write the Scriptures. It is His Holy Scriptures given to us. Have you read the Word today? Because if you haven't, you're not going to be led by the Spirit. And you're going to be led by your flesh. And it means your reactions are going to be fleshly, they're going to be reactionary, they're going to be carnal. And that produced the lusts of, the, of, your, of, of your life. All the weaknesses begin to come of your own nature, become manifest. And yet he's there, so he's there to be listened to. He's there to be inquired of. He is speaking. You have to take time aside. You have to steady your heart. Because what is given to you is everything pertaining to life and godliness. Everything you need to break through. Everything you need to have the right response to the dilemma that you're in. Now, there's some here you're in a dilemma, and I don't know that, what it is, but God knows it. There's some watching, and you're facing massive dilemmas in your life, and all you're doing is throwing the best of your thinking at it, and all you're doing is bringing everybody into your problem, and talking about it to other people, and trying to find out what other people think, and what other people's solutions are. Well, that's, I want to tell you, that really is the flesh, because our first recourse is to go to God in prayer. Amen? Say, so, what God, what have you to say about this? You know, And go to his word. What does the word have to say? And then spend time meditating and listening for the voice. Because without employing that, you're not going to walk in the spirit. You won't have peace, joy, love, joy, peace, kindness, meekness, gentleness, self-control. They will not come out of you. What will come out of you will be the, the lusts of the flesh. Because the fleshly man is now leading your life through the traumas and trials. And you're going back to the old way of thinking. And we have not so learned Christ, the scripture says. Amen. The Holy Spirit witnesses with our spirit that we are the children of God. He speaks through the scriptures. He speaks into our spirit. You know, he is always speaking. He's always communicating. And I have to tell you the reason why that is before we, uh, before we leave tonight. Because at the end of the day, your natural ear is going to get dull as you get older. Your natural eyes are going to get dull. You won't be able to see as good. All your senses will start to diminish as you get older. That's just biology. And so the Holy Spirit wants to relate to your spirit, the one part that will never get old. And you need to grow that spirit, man. And that's what God is trying to do. He says, you know, come on, this is a time to grow that spirit, man, that's inside you because all these other natural things that you rely on to get you through are all going to fade away. Your wit, your, 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 your brains, your, your personality, your, 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 your resolve, all that is going to wither away. But it's the men and the women of the Spirit that simply hear the voice of God, listen for, they are led. And then Romans, Paul tells us in Romans, that those who are led by the Spirit of God, they really are the sons of God, not the children of God. We're all children of God, we're born again. But sonship talks to an exalted position of walking in the fullness of that. So he, the one that can be grieved, the one that has personality other than ours the one that breathed the life into the scripture the one that reveals the heart of the father the one that shows us the way through the one that has been given to us Jesus said it's imperative that I leave because if, if, if you don't you're, you're really going to try to work, work this through on your own and some of the teachings I give you and that's not enough it's the Holy Spirit and he's there so I'm going to I want to pray with you tonight in closing thank you Pastor C for bringing such great alertness to the qualities of the spirit because you know we think he's a force he's not a force he's God He's God Almighty, part of the triune God, the great mystery, and yet living inside us. And you and I are, you know, I'll tell you a funny story before we go, and we're going to pray together. When we were in, on our holidays last year, my son and his wife came, to, came over and spent a week with us. My other son, Nathan, was there too. We decided to go cycling, uh, a 20, about a 20-kilometer cycle. And you can look at me, I'm not kind of used to that sort of stuff. So they decided that Dad would need an electric bike. So uh, we're all cycling, you know, and and I'm I, I'm you know I'm I'm keeping up with my son Jordan. He's like a whippet, but I'm not going to let him get. He's ahead of me, but he's only, he's only like the his is like an inch between us. I'm trying to pass him the whole way. I'm going up these hills. I'm nearly I'm nearly breaking a blood vessel, bursting. We eventually get to where we're going, and and I oh, thought it wasn't bad. Those electric bikes are not so bad after all. But I'm exhausted. And uh, my son looked around. and says, Dad. Uh, I hate to tell you, but you you never turn on the electric battery. <laughs> now, I got there. I kept up with him. I should have had a cardiac arrest. Uh, I should have been dead by all accounts. And I didn't have it. But, you know, laugh as we may. That's probably you and me in the spiritual sense. We have the power in us. And we are not switching on. And we're going up those hills. And the sweat's pouring out of us. And we're physically and mentally and emotionally worn out with this Christian life. And it's true, you said it last week, the Christian life is not a difficult life. It's an impossible life without the Holy Spirit. It was never intended to be lived on the power of just the intelligent only. It's not Darwinian survival of the fittest. It's by grace, and that grace has been given to the person of the Holy Spirit who, who by some great mystery lives inside us physically as well. And so if we don't take the time every day to start to develop the relationship by opening the Word and praying, uh, you know, it might be in your car. You, it might, you might grab your moments here or there, but you need to get them. And then you start to pray in the Spirit, get baptized in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, develop the develop the relationship. And then, as you develop the relationship, it becomes very natural for you to hear the voice of God, even when you're walking down the street. Go talk to that person. Stop. I, I want you to pray. It's something because that's not mystical. That is absolutely the fruit of men and women that can learn to hear and train their ear to hear what the Spirit is saying and doing. And I've met men and women like that in my life and I pray I'm going that direction. And I hope you pray for the same for yourself. And they're a delight to my soul to be around because they know a depth of God that I have not yet experienced, but I know it's there for me and it's there for you as well. So we're going to bow our heads in in, in an honest prayer with the Lord and say, oh God, I, I have to stop playing games. I have to stop pretending I'm steep when I haven't even meditated on the word. I haven't listened to you, Holy Spirit. I've listened to every other Christian voice and every other non-Christian voice, but I'm not listening to you. And Lord, I, I, I apologize for that. I'm sorry for that. But I'm the loser here, God. And I pray tonight you help me to switch on that switch that will help me to hear your voice. And I pray tomorrow, Lord, that I will grab those moments with you, Lord, where I'm praying. And I'm opening your word and I'm meditating on you all day, Lord. And I pray you help me to be adventurous and to start stepping out of the safety zone of my Christian experience and help me to be led by the Holy Spirit. If that is your prayer tonight, say so to the Lord, will you? Just between you and him, say, so, Lord, that's my prayer. Whatever if anyone is in this church tonight, anyone is online. It doesn't matter. It's my prayer to be a man, a woman of God that hears your voice. If you want that tonight, close your eyes and slip your hand up so I can see and pray for you from here. If that's you, say so I truly, truly want to move on. I saw 20 young men and women Sunday all give a similar testimony. I am serious about moving on in my faith. I want to move on deeper. That's why I'm getting baptized in the water. When there's a baptism in the Spirit, there's a baptism of power, there's a baptism of intimacy and being led by the Spirit to become son a, a positional that is higher than just child and move in the power of the Holy Spirit. So keep that hand raised to the Lord because you're not raising it for my purpose. You're really not. You're raising it because you're declaring to yourself, I need it. God has to see it. We Irish people are very all internalizing. Stop internalizing the conversation and now begin to speak it to the Lord. Say, Lord, I want to be led by the Spirit. Lord, I want to draw near. Give me the strength to draw near. Give me the good sense. Come on, make it your prayer tonight. God, help me to hear the voice of the Spirit, Lord. Help me not to despise the things of the Spirit. Help me not to despise... Prophecy. You know what the scripture means by despising that you don't think it's really valuable. That's what despising it means. I don't think it's really valuable. And then they're a little bit strange people who do these things. That's despising the gifts of the Spirit. Stop. Put that away from your thinking. Say, Oh God, help me to become spiritual in Jesus' name. Help me, Oh God, to start seeing Lord. Because when you start to manifest this way, then the fruit of every decision is a loving fruit, it's a kind fruit, it's a peaceful fruit. It's a self-controlling fruit. The manifestations in your life will reflect the leading that you're under. And that's what Galatians is actually saying. When you are led, these are the consequences are the fruit of what will happen. When you're not led by the Spirit, you're led by your own flesh. And this is what will happen. Lust and breaking out in sin and falling down in your face and against the things of the Spirit. That's what will happen. If any of those are in your life right now, then you have to know that you're not being led by the Spirit. Now take it to God one more time. Father in heaven, we come to you. We thank you that you gave us the Holy Spirit. You knew, Lord God, from the beginning, Lord Jesus, Lord, that we would not be able to make this without him. Holy Spirit, you came. You have revealed the heart of the heavenly Father. You take the things of the eternal spiritual realm of the Godhead. You begin to distill them into our lives. You make us a partaker and a joiner to the divine nature of heaven. You are that link, Lord, between us and the and the divinity of, of the triune God. And, Lord, you start to bring the nutrients of that relationship to bear as we hear and are led by you, Lord, and so oh God we pray for that leading now we pray for that Lord awareness God we used to sing Lord let us become more aware of your presence I pray God that will not just be in a song on a Sunday or on a Wednesday but Lord it will be Lord when we're in the workplace that we're aware of your presence Lord when we're walking on the streets that we are aware of your presence oh God I ask you Lord in Jesus name that we would truly become sensitive to the Holy Spirit Lord that we will not listen to the flesh or be guided by the flesh Lord but to be led by the Spirit to truly lord be men and women of maturity god to truly be lord men and women god that are led lord god that are guided lord that are animated by the holy spirit father i pray now for my beloved friends lord for as many put their hands up to you tonight lord god lord if they're sincere lord i know you will meet with them and i pray god for those who are even unsure if they're sincere lord show them lord god that they are because they know the alternative is not worth bearing with anymore it's just not worth living fleshly Oh, God, it's just not worth it. It's just been such a drag. Now we thank you for tonight, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming into all of our lives. Thank you that everything we need is here. The kingdom of God is not alone there, not Lord there, but the kingdom is within us. And we thank you for that, Jesus. And we bless you and praise you in your wonderful name. Amen. Praise the Lord tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Spirit is in you. Go out and be that great fruit of God right around your community in Jesus' name. The Lord bless you. Thank you, Pastor Steve. Thank you, Brother Chuck as well and the team. Make sure you stay on for a cup of tea and and, and hug on some necks, particularly the American folk tonight because they leave tomorrow. And the Lord bless you. God, keep you all. Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning in with us today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions at all, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website, www.corkchurch.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and see you next time. God bless.